1: underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com
2: this is talk sport daily Hello, happy Friday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we start in the only place we can with, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. And he's returned to the Premier League tomorrow, really? What's he doing in the Premier League? His former Manchester United teammate, Dimitar Berbatov, has been speaking to Talksport's James Savendra ahead of the big occasion. What big occasion was that? He hasn't, so he's not for Man United. Did he? I must have. I was that? I must have missed that one.
3: I think everybody's excited, even people who uh, who don't like him or who doesn't like United or for whatever reason, you know, they are excited. He's he's home now. Nobody expected it. Me as well. And I was shocked, but in a positive way, in a good way, when I got the news. Now we are all in anticipating when he's going to be back uh, and he's going to be playing his first games. I I saw just now some clips of him training, uh, preparing for the games. Uh, He's fit, as always. So, uh, I mean, it's a big boost for United, everybody in the dressing room, because we all know who Ronaldo is, what he can bring to the table. And I hope everybody's going to get that mentality boost of, uh, of everybody, finally, after so long, uh, challenge and, and win the Premier League. Up steps Ronaldo, right foot in, and he's done it!
2: Ronaldo has done it!
1: How does Ronaldo's return affect Manchester United's chances? of winning silverware this season. Oli's still looking for that first bit of silverware.
3: That name Ronaldo automatically gives you that moment of everybody thinking, okay, now we have a real chance to challenge for the Premier League title. Of course, in reality, sometimes it's not that easy because football is a team sport. Uh, you know, you have 20 players in the team sheet, so everybody should help in that challenge. That's why I said when Ronaldo is coming to the team, he have done it all. In football, you know, individual awards, team awards, uh, champions, Premier League uh, champion as well, UEFA Champions League winner. So he knows how to win things, and that's why it's very important that the the young players around him and everybody around him to start learning what true winner is and to put it into the team mentality. And this way, that can help the whole team to perform better.
2: So what does Ronnie's return mean for Edison Cavani? Well, my partner in radio crime on Drive, Darren Bent, isn't sure the Uruguayan will get much game time. He was someone that you kind of, in big games, in big moments when you needed
1: him, you kind of lent on him a little bit. And I I go back to the Southampton game where you guys were 2-0 down at St Mary's and he comes on, two two headers, two great goals. But now now you've got Ronaldo, he is that person. But not only is he that person, he's that person from the start. Do you know I mean? He's, he's not coming off the bench to kind of win games. He's going to be starting the game. He's going to be playing a lot more than he doesn't. So I don't see where Cavani fits in. And even out wide as well. Obviously Rashford's out for a little while, but when he comes back, you've got Anthony Martial. Then in the other side, you've got Greenwood. You've got Sancho.
2: And this is celebrity fan and rock and roll superstar Noel Gallagher admitting he's glad Ronaldo joined United instead of City. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. When the
0: story came and I texted someone that I know but at City was going, tell me this is not true. And he was saying, oh, apparently. I was like instantly thinking, there's something going on here with United. Yeah. There's something yeah, going yeah. on here. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's gone to United. You know, I'm, I'm happy, well, I'm happy do, he's do, gone there. Do you think that him going to United now, though, I'm sure in Manchester now, Man United fans are getting excited. They always do though. They always get giddy. They've they've San- when Sanchez of... came, they were going to win the league. I-, I remember a Man United fan looking me in the eye and saying, <laughs> this kid, Janazai, Januzai (laughs) is going to change world football don't know where he is now
2: back now to Darren Bent naming his best Man City front three
1: my front three for City would be Sterling Grealish and Torres down the middle Right.
2: okay how do you think Man City fans will vote
1: I don't know it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one Because listen They've seen Raheem At the very very top How good he's been For Manchester mm. City But there's an argument That Grealish and, and Gabriel Jesus Have started the season Really well so
2: What do you do with Foden When he comes back? He's
1: going to have to wait his turn He's going to have to wait Unfortunately wow. I think I think you're A Manchester City squad now Where you don't automatically Just walk back into a team I think you start to learn that More so with Yaya Torre When him and Pep Started to kind of Distance himself Because he was unbelievable By the way mm. Yaya And even Sergio The all time record goal scorer, We start to see him less And less <laughs>
2: to a bit of England and Gabby Agbonlahor admitted on breakfast he was frustrated that Gareth Southgate didn't make any subs against Poland. However, Talk Sports chief Mona Moni Moni Simon Jordan, thinks it's immature to focus on immature! Immature to focus on that instead of the performance by the three lines. Immature is it imm- is it immature? Is it? Unless Gabby goes, Oh, oh, why didn't we make any subs then it will be immature, but come on, Simon Simon, Moni, Moni, Jordan, Jordan. I'm just frustrated watching it Alan. I'm like come on just
0: just make a sub you know like like you we played the game as a player you you get a bit tired after 70 75 yeah, minutes freshen freshen it up Lewandowski chipping it up and the header is in it's 1-1 one, one. they've equalized in stoppage time I would prefer to focus on the performance over the three games the fact that we look a very settled assured Balanced, decent football team that looks composed. The players seem to be very happy to be where they are. It's not as if you've got a bench without world-class players. You look at Lingard, you know, great player. You look at Bellingham, great player. Henderson, won it all. Mm -hmm. Bring them on, rest a couple of legs, and then England probably don't concede. But that's why Southgate will keep getting these questions about his um, coaching and management, because... He didn't make them changes where maybe a top coach would have. And if one management decision that could have been done better is the very best that the media can pick out of this to highlight criticisms, then I think that's probably a little bit, a little bit puerile.
2: Now, the Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta, has been speaking ahead of a crucial game at the Emirates against Norwich on Saturday afternoon, a game you can hear live on TalkSport 2. He said they need the turnaround to start tomorrow after collecting... That was the first game they got. And the second game they got. Those points. And third point equals. Yep. Zero points from their first three games.
3: The pressure is always there to be as high as possible on that league table. And we need the first win. We're going to play in front of our fans after a disappointing start. So um, it's down to us to provide everything we have, performance-wise, to end the result that we want at the end.
1: And once again... Arsenal were bereft and they were absent without
2: leave inside that penalty area.
3: We are getting uh, players back from injuries, from COVID, from suspensions. We are getting judged every day with our work, every result that we have, and we don't want to use uh, any excuse, but um, looking back what happened the last three or four weeks and looking at it with a little bit of perspective, it's been a lot, and hopefully we can change it pretty quickly.
2: Now, the Chief of Global Football Development and the man who's going to ruin the World Cup, Arsene Wenger, has been speaking at a press conference about his plan to hold a World Cup every two years. Now, both Brentford boss Thomas Frank and the Burnley manager Sean Dyche are sceptical. We'll hear from them, surely. But first, this is Arsene Wenger on how and why he's going to ruin football.
0: Look, first of all, I would like to say I've been asked how can we uh, make the international match calendar better? I think uh, one of the things is to... Organize it better through the year. And the second thing is to organize better competitions. Let's not forget, I tell you, if we create room and we do not play big competitions, you will play small competitions. Don't think that you will not play. And the target of the players and of football to improve all over the world is to play top-level competitions. After that, I'm 100% convinced that what I propose is the right solution for the modern way to organise football? Well, I don't know how the logistics work. The actual idea of getting it to happen, I think that would be a challenge. Whether or not somehow it could possibly kind of change the feel of the World Cup because it's such a big event and everyone looks forward to it. And equally, there's the balance nowadays. Everyone talks, or a lot of talk, of players' health and well-being, and they play too much football. So go figure, if you start another tournament, in that surely adds more football. Um, so I don't know where that lives.
1: As you know, I'm from Denmark. Uh, we had a good Euro, uh, a very good uh, tournament that also uh, got everyone together. And Denmark carry on, and you know, just played the qualifiers, and everyone is bossing in Denmark because we are doing well. So I think the, the national team football is very important, but every second year, I think it's too much.
2: Now, if I'm being honest, gang, by the time you've listened to this podcast, tennis sensation Emma Raducanu has probably already finished her US Open semi-final over in New York. Off the back of reaching the last four, Judy Murray told TalkSport that her journey, not Judy's, has been unbelievable and revealed the moment she knew she was a special talent.
3: The first time that I came across her was uh, I ran an under 10 girls training squad at the National Tennis Centre in London. She was one of the players, she must have been 9 or 10 years old at that point and what, what always impressed me then was she asked a lot of questions and she was very smart. She concentrated really well. At that age, it's that's not so easy often often for kids and I didn't see so much of her in the in the years beyond that but she was always around and continued to focus not just on her tennis but, but very much on her schooling and you know in, in June she was hitting her A-level. She's kind of not quite come out of nowhere but at this scale of event she's come out of nowhere for sure and as, you know as she said i think my flights were booked at the end of qualifying so um <laughs> it's a nice problem to have probably not expecting to get to get through in terms of her ranking and her first time there but look at what she's done and uh, she hasn't dropped a set i mean yeah. it's, it's absolutely incredible
2: on now to boxing and this is billy joe saunders the former wbo or wubbo and WBO super middleweight, or well, I've done that joke. Champion, discussing a potential fight with Conor Ben. He told Jim White that he might make a comeback, but the money has to be right for him.
1: I've had a bit of time with family and just living a bit of life at the minute, and I've not only got boxing in my life; I've got other things in my life as well. And as much as the sport's done for me and, and how well I've done with the sport, it's not nice getting punched in the in the face for a living. And I'm thirty-two now. So I've always said, look, when I'm 32, that'll be me. So I'm not really too worried if that's me or not. Like I say, the only fight I would come back for is that fight if the money was what I wanted. If not, then I
2: wouldn't bother. And we finish with Noel Gallagher on which celebration he'd ban in football. Yeah, ban, you know what I want? No, that was me. Here's Noel.
0: I'd like to see fans mobilise now and try and get rid of this ridiculous knee slide celebration that every player does now, sliding along the ground on his knee. We've had it done now. It's like it's 15 years old now. Can we come up with something? I think if a goal is scored Particularly and a guy conditions. can do a knee slide but can't do it, hits the ground and falls over, that goal should get chalked off oh, immediately. I don't mean that. No, I don't like the knee slide. When you see him running and just think, he's going to do it, he's going to do it, he's going to yeah, do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. look, get up. It'd be like, imagine Roy Keane. Right, he's not having it, is he? Oh, you oh, would be trampling <laughs> all your over job. the Do your job, sliding on your little... Sh- with your knees, <laughs> on your little shorts <laughs> with your pink boots. Do your job!
2: <laughs> That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talks by Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. Of course, don't forget to press that subscribe button. A quick reminder, there's live football tonight. At 8pm in the Championship, you can hear live comms on TalkSport 2, an exclusive, i love you know, of Birmingham against Derby, commentary from and Danter and Courtney Sweetman-Kirk. I'm back today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, alongside, of course, the wonderful Darren Bent. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Where, would you believe, we'll hear from some of the Premier League managers ahead of a busy weekend of football. Oh, can't you get all of them? No, no, no. We just can get some of them. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from
1: Talk Sport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods,